Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. That Maybe. was amazing. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone out there. I'm Lizzie Acker. I'm a reporter for The Oregonian. And I'm Destiny Johnson. I'm a social media producer. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I'm not sure what my title is. <laughs> you don't tell my boss. <laughs> <laughs> they will never listen, don't worry. They're going to listen right now. Um, yeah, welcome to Why Though the Podcast. Why Though the Podcast. Because if you didn't know, Why Though is an incredible advice column that comes out every Tuesday, written by the very talented Lizzie Acker. I'll say it so she doesn't have to. Oh, that's really sweet. I was going to say it. but <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, yeah, so we're taking the column and kind of going behind the scenes a little bit. And we're going to get into questions that people send me and it's going to be me and my amazing, also incredibly talented, producer Destiny. Oh, shucks. Aww. And hopefully guests. Definitely guests. Definitely guests. Definitely guests. Some experts. We're looking to bring in some cool people to give you some great advice. Um, and we also want to hear from you guys. But today, we're going to start a little soft launch and <laughs> um, let you know who Lizzie and I are. Yeah. Um and I'm going to start with you, Lizzie. Oh, my goodness. You're in the hot seat. It's hot. It's hot it's outside. Hot. But it's actually kind of cool today. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not as bad it's outside. Not as bad. I mean, I, I love the heat. It's funny because I'm from Oregon, a notably not super hot place, and I'm like, bring the heat on. And Destiny, spoiler alert, is from Florida. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> I left Florida for many reasons. Yeah. The heat was up there. Yeah, but, okay. you know. Never well, been to Florida. Anyway, okay, so okay. let me tell you about who I am, I guess. Yeah, well, yes, I'd love to know you who you questions? are. I do, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. I came prepared, can okay. you believe? I am um, so, so excited. So, Lizzie, are you ready? I'm oh ready. Okay, yeah. um, tell me a little bit about why, though. So let's start there, then mm. we'll talk about, you know, you, how fabulous yeah. you are. But I want to know, I think it's kind of ballsy to start an advice column. You know what I mean? Like, why (laughs) did you want to start an advice column? Because I would say the demographic of advice givers are Mm -hmm. um, older than both of us, white women, Mm -hmm. Miss Manners, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Why did you think, I could do this and I want to do this? Well, you know, I have made a lot of mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I think in some ways that I spent my whole 20s really just like preparing to write an advice column by doing like everything wrong. I love that. (laughs) Or if not wrong, at least like I've always been, you know, I've always gone like head first and you make a lot of mistakes that way, but I also think you can learn from mistakes and it's true. Like why should you trust a, when I started this, 38-year-old woman, now 40, so that, you know, adds a lot of gravitas. Um, I don't know. I've read, like, a lot of books, and I've done a lot of stupid things, and I also am really interested in learning new things. So, like, I am super happy anytime I have a question that I'm, like, stumped. I got to find someone who can answer this question for me, and that's actually what I love about my job as a... I'm... Right now I'm on the life and culture team. I used to be on the trending news team. And as a reporter, what what I love is not having a real specific beat and just being like, I get to learn about everything. I get to ask people to explain stuff to me and I get to be nosy, you know? I get to call people and be like, tell me everything about yourself. 
it's a good job for nosy people. And being an advice columnist is also a good job for nosy people because I love to hear about what's going on in other people's lives. And I think that's why people read advice columns. And I was actually pitching an advice column for a while because um, I don't know, it's so fun to write. And I thought it would be fun to write. And I've written lots of different kinds of columns. I've been writing since I was like, you know, obviously five, no, seven. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, writing for like in different ways for a really long time. And um, what I, I like the idea of an advice column because it kind of marries two things that I'm interested in, which is learning more about myself, but also writing about other people. I went, I spent a lot of time writing about myself before I worked for the Oregonian, and even sometimes still, I happily write about myself. Um, my husband has famously said everything is off the record unless he puts it on the record, which I think is <laughs> a brilliant, you know, one reason I married him. He's really smart because I write about everybody and, yeah, except him. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's really great, and I appreciate – I read the column, obviously, yeah. um, and I appreciate – the thought and detail that goes into it. And I think that being a headfirst kind of person makes you a great person to give advice. I'm not a headfirst kind of person. You're I'm not a very cautious person. I'm very <laughs> cautious. I've made pro and con lists for my pro and con lists before <laughs> I go to the grocery store. So I, I appreciate having a presence like that in my life. And I feel like all of you viewers, listeners, column readers should also feel thankful to have somebody like that in your life. Um, and you've been a journalist for some time, a writer for some time. You're married. You have a kid. I have a kid. Yep. She's three and a half. She's cute as a button. Totally amazing and cute <laughs> as a button. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll get some, at least some audio of her on here. She's got a lot of advice to give. She's so cute. As we say in the South, cute as a bug's ear. Oh, that's, mm. that really describes her. Yeah. So I think that that gives you a plethora of experience to give advice to the people. Well, I tr I I try. And if I don't if I if I don't have the experience, I like to find someone who does. So which I think a lot of advice columnists don't do, not to toot my own horn too much, but like you don't hear, you don't see Ann Landers like calling an expert, you know what I mean? Mhm. Mm she she will be like get therapy, which I try not to do. Someone <laughs> right before I started the column, I was writing about that I was going to do the column mm -hmm. and I got lots of great feedback and this person sent me an email which was really I'm so glad she did and she was like just don't tell people to just get therapy every time because it's it's not fair you know like they're writing to you with real questions and therapy is not accessible for everyone for a lot of reasons mm -hmm. and like it is just sort of a cop-out so I try not to say it. I mean, there have been times where I'm like, here's my advice which I got from a therapist and probably get therapy yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah. I think that's a different approach, though, to have talked to a therapist and then right. say, perhaps continued therapy, if it is an option for you, right. um, you know, would be good. But I kind of think, and maybe this is just me, like, romanticizing the idea, but, like, I think that there's something kind of punk rock about your advice column in that it's very, like, anti-mismanners, like, uh -huh. anti, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's very yeah. real, and it's, like, comes from personal experience, and it's not, like, very polished, and, like, here's a curtsy, yeah. and your skirt is, like, four inches <laughs> bigger, which is, like, not something that I... Um, particularly vibe with personally. Right. Um, it's okay if you do live your best life. Absolutely. Um, but it's just not for me. So I, I appreciate the sort of the fresh approach, you know. Um, and the columns been going on for a couple, couple years, years now. yeah. Mm -hmm. And what would be 
what's, I guess, the most memorable piece of advice that you've given? If you can just give, like, a little synopsis of, you know, the question and the answer situation. Well, I, I often think back, and this is kind of, it's a little bit silly, but one of my, maybe even my very first column, this woman wrote in and her husband was, like, doing this really gross thing where he was, like, he couldn't handle you know, leaving even the littlest bit of peanut butter in the peanut butter jar and it would be like in the recycling and the dog would have licked it and he would be like licking the peanut butter out of the peanut butter jar. And I'm like, that is really gross. Mm-hmm. Really, really gross. Yeah. Um, and for some reason I think about it all the time because my advice was like, maybe just wash out your jars when you think they're done. You know, like he can't lick anything that's not there. I mean, probably talk to your husband about this, but yeah. also like... I. You know, you can clean out your glass recycling before you put it in the recycling. I have a lot of follow-up questions that <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that we have time for. Um, Maybe someday we'll get into chief, this question. Chief of which is, why do men do things sometimes? <laughs> why do men? You know, one thing I miss about the office, this is completely off, but, um, <laughs> uh, you know, you used to just run into women in the women's room, uh-huh. and there was an ongoing conversation I had with one uh, reporter who no longer works here lover molly was her name and um it was like just the the question was always like why do men you know do things yeah and we would always have this like list of and you know like i said my husband's off the record not him but um there's some sometimes on reddit i think is where where we would see these things like really like a man who'd like didn't know how to do his own laundry you know yeah it's amazing and i am not anti-man but i am like pro teaching your children like how to exist in the world, regardless of gender. For sure, yeah. We, this is uh, we can cover this in a whole other podcast, and I am so ready. Yeah, we, I'm sure it will be an ongoing thing. <laughs> um, I think the peanut butter thing is is wild though, mm-hmm. and um, that's kind of the delight of uh, Vice Column is that people write to you about essentially their gossip, exactly. um, which I think is is very funny. So if you guys like that kind of thing, read, listen, watch. You please. know, also. I would love your gossip. Yeah. Please send me a question. We'll change names. Oh, you can change genders, names, yeah. locations. The great thing about an advice column versus like every other type of writing I do for the newspaper is that um, it's totally anonymous. I I'm not fact checking that your husband is really doing this with the jars. You know, like it's a different kind of thing than you're going to get in the rest of the paper. But um, I would love, 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 love to get your gossip. Juicier, yeah. the better. Please. The one thing, like, people don't write into me, and I, I feel like this happens in a lot of other advice columns, and it's like, I don't get a lot of, like, my husband is cheating on me with my sister in law kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you got that, send it this way. Yeah, and also sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, that does sound <laughs> awful. <laughs> no, no, Thank no, you, no. Dusty. <laughs> I'm like, good story. She's like, uh, humans. <laughs> um, so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit um, about some advice stuff. Um, We've already covered, I'm from the South, um, where there are lots of weird little advice and like idioms used and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I wanted to kind of talk about, do you have any like pieces of advice that really stuck with you? Maybe things that like don't even, they're not even necessarily good advice, but you just have held close since you were maybe small or? Yeah, I actually do. Whenever I get this question, I always think of the same thing, which, my great grandma, Grandma Frida, oh. Frederica. My middle name is Frederica, no. so I had a pronoun. She died when I was eight. So this obviously happened before I was eight, and mm. I do not know when, like how old I was, but I was probably older than four. You know, between the ages of four and eight, my grandma Frida said to me, "Never wash your face with soap, 
Why did it come up? I have no idea. I was a small girl. <laughs> but she told me, never wash your face with soap. And you know what? I've never washed my face with soap. So thanks, Grandma Frida, RIP, uh, for that skincare advice. <laughs> I wash my face. Don't get me wrong. With cleanser now, when I was younger, just with water. Not with hand soap. Not with she means. Like, or bar soap. I imagine, sure, like, okay. old-timey bar soap with, like... <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we've clarified a little bit. I'm like, wait, you don't use face wash? Oh, no, 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 no. no. I use face wash. Okay, But yes. I'm thinking, like, soap. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? she, I think she's right for that. It's I think she is, too. To I think it was barrier. great advice, Grandma Frida. Shout out to Grandma Frida. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mine also comes from my... Yeah, tell me about yours. My grandma, but we call her Nana. Uh-huh. Um, shout out to Nana. She's she's still alive, chilling uh, awesome. in um, old Pinellas Park, Florida. <laughs> um, but she was full of like these somewhere between advice and I guess old wives tales mm. like one of them I still to this day like I won't bite down on hard candy because she said it would break all my teeth like not like <laughs> oh you could chip a tooth right. it's like it would break all your teeth yeah. like in a cartoon if you bit it you just oh, yeah. like all your teeth would crumble I know that's not true um, however watch me suck a lollipop <laughs> down to like a minuscule little matchstick um absurd well, yeah. another one it could that, have break, it could break one tooth or if you had braces or something sure so. yeah no it's 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 right in its essence but like it certainly was hyperbole right, right? yeah and um another one and this is very silly but mm-hmm. i mentioned this to my mom the other day and she was like yeah no that totally works like as if this is normal it <laughs> is to if you really need to remember something in the ne- the next day okay like and you're going to bed and you're like i need to remember gently Gently, okay. Hit your head on their, your pillow, kind of like face first, saying the thing that you want to remember the next morning, and you will remember. Is it the trauma of like hurting? It's not hurting yourself. Please put your head gently oh, on the like pillow. Gently. But like I think maybe doing something out of the norm maybe. while thinking about the thing that you're trying to remember is maybe, or maybe I shouldn't even try to inject logic in it and just know that it works. I mean, this is, this is why Lizzie I, is the advice yeah, giver. Yeah, I would. <laughs> You know, I would write it down on a piece of paper, <laughs> but I would actually also like, I feel like if I needed to remember something so badly that I was willing to smash my head on my pillow. Smash is <laughs> aggressive. Don't hurt yourself, okay. please. Tap my head on my pillow. Uh-huh. Then I would probably just stay awake all night worrying about it if I didn't write it down. Well, that's the other option. Yeah. Yeah. And as an yeah. anxiety-ridden gal and also adult, <laughs> um, not out of the realm of possibility. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have, I mean, I have tons of those like little, yeah. like, little things like that. Um, but also in the realm of, of advice, here's the thing. Here's why I asked you why you thought you should start an advice column, because I think everybody thinks they're qualified to give advice. Oh, right. Totally. Whether you want it or not, mm-hmm. whether you asked for it or not in the grocery store, mm-hmm. in your professional life, in your personal life. Um, so there's a lot of bad advice out there. Certainly. Really Lots bad, of advice. bad advice. I mean, bad advice we, is like the culture we swim in. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that because... I'm trying to think of, like, well, can you tell me, what's some bad advice you've got? The worst piece of advice I ever got was from my reporting lab professor. This was the big reporting class mm-hmm. we had to take in college. I went to the University of Florida. I still owe them money, so I'm contractually obligated to say <laughs> go Gators. I, I don't care about football. Please don't tweet me. Um I was in <laughs> at hello underscore destiny. Um, <laughs> so I was in this big reporting class. This was like the big one where you went out, you wrote stories, whatever. Um, my story, it was about how the drug spice, a completely synthetic drug, was impacting the homeless population and thus impacting um, tourism in mm-hmm. downtown Gainesville. 
um, the deal with spice at the time was completely synthetic drug. If you if you outlaw one of the ingredients, they could just change the ingredient and then the spice that wow. isn't illegal anymore. Yeah. It's very strange. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. It made the front page of the state and local section of the town's paper, not the school paper. Right. Very wow. jazzed. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Yeah. Big deal for our young journalist. Yeah. Um, and then I went online and read the comments. Oof. That's a piece of advice I'd give you. Don't do that. Oh, God. However, um, of course, everybody does. And yeah. um, people were saying, I hate homeless people. I was treating them inhumanely, oh but I didn't care, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so I went to my reporting f- professor, and I was like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, do I write a story following up? Right. You know, to clarify or, like, from the yeah. other perspective? Like, what do I do? I was a young journalist. And um, he told me if I didn't toughen up, I would never make it in journalism. Oh. And I think back to that advice so much right. and just do so ardently the opposite. That's amazing. I have met so many journalists who are so, you'll see them crying with families and then right. they'll come back to the newsroom and be like, it's not a story. Right. Or just the way that they will get jaded by the job and talk about these real human beings who are coming to us at really mm-hmm. vulnerable moments. Yeah. And I never want that to be me. Yeah. You know, I've been in the business for, I don't know, seven years now. Yeah. And I never want that to be me. And I think right. about that all the time, that, like, I am a human being. Right. These are human beings. Like, that's, this is yeah. a human exchange. Right. Um, so I just thought that was really bad That's, that's really terrible advice, but I'm so glad for you that you took it the other direction because that's something I think about a lot. I mean, this is not a podcast about journalism. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it is a little bit. It is a little bit because, yeah. I mean, one thing I, th- I think often whenever I have to write about you know, I mean, I've done plenty of breaking news, and I've also done lots of talking to people whose, like, loved one has just died and things mm-hmm. like that, really hard things. And I think, you know, we're always talking to people on their absolute worst day. Sure. And this is just is, is a day of our work, but if we forget that we're talking to people on our absolute worst day, on their absolute worst day, then then we're losing something, and we're not actually helping them. I mean, I think most people get into journalism because we want to do something good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I've, I want to pe- keep people interested and entertained mm-hmm. and also, like, serve my community, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but got to be a human to do that. You absolutely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, shout out to Professor Foley. He's an incredible, yeah. I mean, incredible journalist. He was an incredible teacher, but mm-hmm. that was just, you know, good people can give bad advice. It's true. I, I you know. This is not really it. Here's here's a piece of bad poetry advice I got, which I think is just some. When you were saying that, I was like, oh my gosh! I had this teacher in grad school. By the way, I went to San Francisco State University for grad school. Go Gators, oh. which is hilarious because they're I think they're called named the Gators after you, that your school. Oh, because there's absolutely no Gators in San Francisco. <laughs> I, when I thought they were the Gators, I was like, this is ridiculous. That's but funny. okay, fine. Anyway, go Gators, I guess. I was in grad school for an MFA for fiction writing, so obviously wasn't much. <laughs> I don't think they have a football team. Anyway, um, I digress. What I was say, I had this really old teacher. He was like a beat poet. And sure. he, he was old in the way that he wouldn't even tell me his birthday, like like the year of his birth, which I needed for something else, uh-huh. for another job I had. Anyway, he would smoke cigarettes in he would light them out of the window and smoke out the window when the weather was bad otherwise we'd have multiple cigarette breaks during the class okay. and um he would type up his notes on a typewriter real old school guy and i just remember one time he said your poem should be able to be read by an alien on another planet there should be no identifying like markers of of like location or time which i thought was like maybe i misheard it but like i'm pretty sure we're all like huh huh 
I mean, a lot of really famous poets <laughs> would super beg to differ. <laughs> right? Like, part of what makes writing compelling is specificity, in my mind. Also, not to get into the beats or the beef with the beats, it, but like Jack Kerouac, right. one of the most famous ones, literally wrote an entire book about how he was going west. Right. The entire book was about going right. west. Also, it's so weird. There, are no aliens, as far as we know, there probably aren't aliens reading our poetry. Like, why would they need to? Yeah. Anyway, the whole thing was very funny. And also, like, can't remember that guy's name, but he really outlived all those other guys, so he must have been doing something right. Maybe not poetry, but. Sure. Somehow he was still smoking cigarettes at, I'm assuming, 85. Wow. The kind of guy that they kept having, like, uh, retirement parties for every year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, well, I don't know why you're having this party for me. I'm still here, but. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I think bad advice shapes us just as much as good advice. Totally. Yeah. Um, And I think that when people hear, the reason why I ask that essentially is because I think people, when people hear like, oh, an advice column, like I write an advice column, like they think it's very, I don't know, light or silly or like not serious, but like it's a little serious. It's pretty serious. Advice is like, you get advice every single day. Yeah. Like, like people, it's just part of our exchange as we talk as humans. So weird to me. Um, that people might think it's silly or less serious journalism right. or something. Well, I think, you know? I mean, not There's to get too political, stuff, but, but I think that it's because women do it. That's very funny. And, yeah. you know, anything that is a female realm mm-hmm. is considered less serious. But, you know, I think of it as, like, we're just all trying to figure out how to live better, like be better people on this planet right now. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I'm trying to do in my life and that's what I'm trying to help other people do mm-hmm. you know and um, I don't get it right all the time and I think that's also really part of it actually I just got an email about my column that came out today and I'm like this was a great point I can't wait to do a reader response column where I include this this person's email because it was like yeah she made a great point about my column today that I hadn't really quite thought of it in that way mm-hmm. that's- and that's why I'm excited to do this with you Destiny because um Writing advice column, I do, like, write my column, and then I share it with a bunch of people, and they give me feedback sometimes. Sometimes they don't. Um, (laughs) And I just love working with someone else whose mind I really respect, and I think we can, like, it can be better. You know, the advice can be better. The the whole thing can be better. It's it's just so cool to collaborate with someone and that you respect. And um, I think I'm also, you know... It's the end of the pan. It's not the end of the pandemic, but we've just come out of this like really wild three years that's going to change everything forever. Um, and one of the things I'm finding from that is like, I really love to be around people I like. You're a person I like. I'm excited to spend time with you. And you know, we're actually doing this in person, which we wouldn't have done last year even. So it's fun, and I want people to also feel that that vibe of like, you know, we're humans hanging out together, and that's really what it's all about. Yeah, and we want you to hang out with us. Also, I won't right. skip over that. Thank you so much. It's yeah. very kind. Um, and I appreciate that. I was just telling somebody yesterday, she was like, this person was like, do you ever hang out with people and then kind of regret when you're out? Like, you're not having a bad time, but like, I was like, no. Because I don't leave my house for stuff I don't want to do. Yeah. That's what the, honestly, that's what the pandemic taught me. I'm me like, too. Very, I'm like chronically ill. I have type 1 diabetes, blah, 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 whatever. So, you know, I've got to be real careful about getting sick. And yeah. um, so it really taught me to like, value mm-hmm. when and why I go out and right. where I'm spending my time and who I'm spending my time with and yeah. um, I think it's cool that we get to do something like this 
We're bringing you along for the ride. I'm excited. And we hope you all want to come. Yeah, we want to get to know you, too. I mean, like, I think this is different than a lot. You know, it's funny you were talking about the comment section. We don't have the comment section on Oregon Live Mm -hmm. anymore. A lot of news places don't. It was really hard. I mean, I... I'm not going to say I, I have a really thick skin, but I viewed a lot of those comments. I've been getting comments since I started writing for the internet mm-hmm. about my body, you know, mm-hmm. like crazy stuff. Um, and I always thought, you know, some of some of the time I'd be like, these are hilarious. People, like, hate me, and it's very funny to me in a certain way mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I always assume that they're Nazis because they would also say weird racist stuff. Assume I'm Jewish. My mm-hmm. grandpa's Jewish, and people look at me and my last name, and they assume things about me. Um, and so I, I just sort of like dealt with it. But I always, you know, the goal of the comment section, I think, at the beginning was like we want to involve our readers mm-hmm. in a dialogue, and that's not really what it turned out to no, be. No, it definitely did. But I do want to have that here. You know, like yes. I want people to send me messages and. Um, you know, listen and share this and talk to us on Twitter, wherever, you know. Before we get into other pieces of advice, do we want to talk about how people can get a hold of yes. us? Um, it's it's going to be, there's a few ways. You can email either of us. Yeah. I'm at djohnson at oregonian.com. Lizzie is at, is at L Acker, A-C-K-A-C-K-E-R. I always say. At it's, oregonian.com. It's like slacker with no S. Yes, slacker. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I, yeah, you have my favorite email for sure. Um <laughs> We both have social media handles, which we will definitely put in the description of this podcast. You can find us there. But also... Yeah, we're doing this thing called Subtext, where you can sign up to get text messages from us, um, and you can... Like, for real, for real. For like real, for us. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll from me. And then you can respond. And it's at... Um, so, if you go to joinsubtext.com slash why, though, you'll find um, where you can sign up for Subtext. It's... There's a 14-day free t- trial, and then it's $3.99 a month, which I know is money, which is not free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's try it for the 14-day free trial. Um, and basically, we're going to text you about things having to do with the podcasts and why, though. And it'll probably be me texting you about, <laughs> um, you know, questions I might have. I'm thinking I would like to, like, ask questions of people who are texting us, like, tell me, tell me about the best or worst advice you've ever gotten mm-hmm. things like that and um we'll also share that stuff on the podcast possibly so yeah and also if you want to ask me questions i adore questions for my column so you can send them there you can also email me or tweet me or um send Sky me a letter pigeon yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, <know. laughs> you can send me a letter to the oregonian mm-hmm. um yeah and here's the thing, like we know um, that money, like like Lizzie said, money is money. Um, and so of course we're appreciative if you would subscribe to us, um, but we want to make it really interactive. So it's not like we're just going to be sending out notifications. Like this right. isn't, this is like for real, for real. You're getting a hold of us. There's two of us. It's Lizzie and I. Yeah. Um, Lizzie's probably going to field most of the, you know, the text, but I'm happy to help, of course. Um, but you know, yeah, we want to know what you're thinking about the columns. If you would have given different advice, um, yeah. you know, what what advice did you receive that you thought was absurd or right. you know when your mother-in-law crossed your boundaries or you know, like whatever like we want <laughs> totally. to know we want to hear from you and um if you ever feel like screaming into the void we're a very handsome void oh yeah you know so please um good please, listeners yeah we're give both it a try. libras yes. so 
I don't know if that means we're good listeners, but what we are going to have to do is get an astrologer on here at some point. Because I was thinking when you were saying, like, I'm like a head first person, and you're like, I mean, I do weigh the pros and cons a lot, but, sure. I, but what, I do go, like, all in. Uh-huh. Um, I, I would be curious to see why. Why are we different if we're Libras? Mm. Shouldn't we be exactly the same? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be interested in that as well. Um, my best friend reads tarot cards. Ooh. I don't know much about it. Yeah. Um, but I love her deeply, and I love when she reads my tarot cards. Okay, yeah. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. So those are the ways that you can get a hold of us. Um, and please do. Please let us know what you're thinking about this podcast. We'll take any notes, gentle criticism. Um, I will tell you, um, in the vein of the comment section and the way people are mean, if you send me an angry email and it says sent from my iPad, know that I will not respect that. <laughs> so be nice to us. We're, right. just, we're just two gals trying our best. Yeah, and if um, you... We'll be nice to you. You know, have some, like comment on our appearance of any kind that isn't you look stunning um (laughs) feel free to write it down on a piece of paper and then throw it in the trash Mm -hmm. because we don't want to hear it yes very much so (laughs) speaking of appearances how you look (laughs) back in the day tell me about some advice you'd give your younger self there's like so much talk these days about nurturing your younger self and all this stuff and i appreciate that yeah um I mean, like, so much. There's so much advice I'd give my younger self. I think um, another thing that kind of goes back to the bad advice, which isn't, like, direct advice, but it's, like, when I was thinking of the culture that we're steeped in of bad advice, I read so many novels Mm -hmm. as a child. I loved to read, you know, um, but I was, like, deep into Lucy Maud Montgomery and, like, the Brontes. And um, I would tell myself that, like, true love doesn't have to be a horrible nightmare (laughs) you know what I mean there's like this this thing in the novels the way that love is portrayed it's always and I mean this is plot you need to have a plot and a story but it's always like a huge struggle you know like um in my favorite I don't know if anyone else read these books but um Emily of New Moon books they're a Lucy Maud Montgomery series it's not Anne of Green Gables that's just even thousand times tragicer than (laughs) Anne of Green Gables and you know starts she becomes an orphan of course Uh you can't have a story without an orphan but um there's this guy she's in love with for like a decade or something and she just like pines away for him and and it's always just like this huge struggle and I think that I thought that love should be like that and I think that's really sad because I I I think a lot of young people think that or old people think that middle-aged people think that um but you know there are people in this world who will love you for you and if you're um staying awake all night waiting for someone to text you because you think they hate you or they're cheating on you or something like listen to yourself that not that it's always easy but um you don't need to be with someone who makes you feel bad i think that's very good advice especially as a youth your ideas are skewed because i think there's so much anxiety around do they like me do they like me do they like me how i like me you know like stuff like that and i you know i think that it can be troublesome i think it's also hard to talk about yeah when you're that age totally um so yeah so like send this to your young friends yeah yeah (laughs) we're old well okay i'm old (laughs) destiny's only 30 a a child (laughs) um I think that's good advice. I also was a really um, fervent reader as a young person. I was 
extremely academically gifted. Yeah. I read, I would carry around four or five books with me, read four or five books at one time. Nice. I was the president of the National Honor Society, the National English Honor Society, the National it. Art Honor Society, German Honor Society, blah, 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 whole list. That's I was amazing. going to college while I was in high school. I had a job. Um, I was just really doing the thing. And I think my advice to me and to other young really people who I wanted to get out of my small town so badly mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. thought I don't play a sport mm-hmm. I have asthma this is my way out <laughs> academics is my way out and I was right yeah um but for anybody feeling like they're just working themselves into the ground like I really encourage you to be so gentle with yourself right. yeah. I experienced burnout so young because yeah. I was working so hard right. and like I a lot of my peers around me people who are now really successful and jobs very similar to mine or at a uh-huh. similar tier to mine um, didn't work themselves into the ground right. and were okay right and I just felt like I had to I yeah. think when you come from humble beginning <laughs> um, you sometimes feel like you have to work right. a million times harder than the people around you in mm-hmm. some ways you do but also some ways you don't right so like just be gentle with yourself yeah. you know figuring out where those places you can rest and yeah and, and yeah. be a kid right. and do kid stuff yeah. it's okay to want to do kid stuff yeah. I think I was so anti-kid stuff right. because I was just eyes on the prize mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I look back and I was like hmm I didn't experience some of those things right that maybe I didn't at the time care about but in a way now I feel sad for my younger self right um you know I'm not saying I I want to go to a prom I went to my own prom but anything like that but I just and you can go like photograph a prom yeah I think I am this weekend but anyways you know uh I hope all the kids have a fun time yeah but I um yeah just just be kind to yourself yeah um I love it speaking of being kind yeah oh we have some not so kind not so kind (laughs) um we have some treasured questions from the internet it is of course reddit's favorite corner am i the asshole we're gonna read one or two of these and talk about them and lizzie gives advice for an actual living so we're gonna we're just gonna go through it (laughs) and we also we want to hear from you we want to hear what you think about these things too right because what is more fun than being right or thinking other people are wrong there's literally there's very few things in the world in my opinion it's a little bit long so everybody you know, just relax. Yeah, just relax. Maybe grab your fun little drink. I have a fun oh, little yeah. drink. I have a fun little drink too. I brought. I got. What'd you get? A, a jasmine green tea. Oh, do you sweeten it or no? No. No. It's like good. A little, yeah. A little uh, bitter. bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm drinking um, peach iced tea crystal light, like a mom who eats only hundred calorie packs. You remember those? <laughs> yes. You have any trauma from those? I do. My mom, I love you so much. Um, but I'm drinking it out of what I call my hot girl cup, mm-hmm. which I told you earlier I think a, a nurse would have who's nice now, but she probably bullied me in high school. Yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Um, I can see her haircut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know exactly. She has like a balayage. Yeah. She's very pretty, but she's always been pretty. Right. I think that's the vibe. Shout out to her. She certainly has two children. Uh-huh. Anyways, shout out <laughs> also to my hot girl cup. Okay, here we go. Would I be the bad guy? Um, for asking our friend to return a baby shower gift after a miscarriage. Oh boy! I mean, better get okay. better from there because yeah. Yep. So <laughs> yes, so you would be the bad guy. <laughs> very obviously, this is going to talk about miscarriage right. and having children. So if that's not your vibe, just letting you know. Yeah. Okay. I know this sounds awful, and I feel like it might be a terrible thing to do. So I need some advice. Do you? If you yeah. already know it sounds awful when and think start it might be like terrible that, to do. 
I think you might know. I think you might know the answer, but you know what, Destiny? Let's hear. Let's and do hear you think out. people write to this forum because they just want other people to tell them they're right for, about their bad ideas? I think that they write to, because they think they might not be the bad guy. Oh boy. Okay. Well, here we go. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll see. see. Okay. My husband has a long-term family friend named Jen. Jen and I aren't friends, but we are friendly when we see each other. Jen had her first kid. Uh, when Jen had her first kid, my husband purchased a fairly expensive item off her baby shower registry as a gift, around $200 to $300 if I recall correctly. She's, who's keeping track? Okay. I had no issue with the gift or how much she spent. It was a nice item to gift her, and we were excited for her to grow her family with her then-boyfriend, now-husband. That yeah, seems a little, unnecessary a little bit to add. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. as a person who's had a, a, a registry, like... Um, I don't think I had anything that was $200 or $300 on my baby registry. Wish I had. Should have put that on there, um, apparently. But there's other things. Anyway. Yeah, but then the husband's wife might write about you on the Reddit forum. (laughs) So, like, okay. Personally, um, I thought this was... Oh, I'm sorry. Fast, my goodness. Fast forward a few years, Jen and her husband are high earners, both making over six figures. How do you know that? Right. Jen announced she was pregnant again very early along and sent my husband her baby shower registry with her announcement text, which was full of high-priced items. Personally, I thought this was strange because she should still have most of her items from her first kid, and I didn't think people usually did a full-blown baby shower or registry after their first. I was also surprised because she was asking for gifts when she was still in the first trimester, but I'm a cautious person who didn't announce my pregnancy until 20 weeks, which I know is extreme on the other side. I left it up to my husband what he wanted to do, but mentioned to him that I was surprised she was organizing another shower slash gifting event since she already has a young kid and got a brand new stuff then. My husband spent around $400 on a gift for her. Fine with me. A few weeks later, Jen had a traumatic miscarriage. I won't get into the details. Thank God, because they're not right. yours to share. And, uh, okay. Jeez. I won't get into the details, but she was devastated, and the cause um, of the loss most likely means she won't be able to carry future pregnancies to term. It's incredibly sad. And while I'm not close with Jen, my heart hurts for her. It's Does, been it? A, Does it hurt for her? It's like, how do you know that? You're not right. friends with her. Like... Any, okay, anyways, oh, all right, sorry, sorry. Okay, it's been a few months since her loss, and my husband is now unsure of how to navigate the gift. It's not something she can use for her older kid. Asking her to return the gift seems cruel, like adding a chore onto her grief, and it's probably past the return window anyway. I'm also not sure if she's going to keep trying to have more kids, and then in parentheses it says, very risky for the baby and herself, end parentheses, <laughs> and it seems incredibly insensitive to ask. Plus, she may not have decided yet. Asking her to pay us back for it also seems very cruel. My husband and I are also decently high earners, but $400 is still a lot of money. It's one thing if she's able to get a few years' use out of the item, that's money well spent. But if it's going to sit in a box in her attic for years, that's where we're getting stuck. So would I be the bad guy if we asked about getting the gift back? Ideally, we could get our money back somehow, although it's probably too late. If we can't, then I'd at least like to gift it to somebody who can use it. And then parentheses, I feel awful just saying that, but that's how I feel. I hate when people say that. However, this is such a sensitive subject, and we don't want to pressure her if she's not ready to discuss it. Uh, She's not even your friend. There's an update. Oh, okay. All right, there's an update. I love when there's an update. Yeah. Says, I appreciate the feedback I've gotten. We will not be asking Jen about the (laughs) gift. We don't want to make her feel worse than she already is. Given her statements in the past regarding adoption, I doubt she will find alternative ways to have another child if she's unable to do so biologically. But that's her path to walk. If she doesn't use it, I hope she at least donates the item to someone who needs it. People have also commented on my tone, and I just want to clarify that Jen is truly 
only my husband's friend, not mine. That was very clear, sister. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. We know you don't like Jen. We are, <laughs> yeah, for real. We aren't, quote, couple friends, end quote, and with her and her husband. Jen and my husband were close as kids, but haven't been close for years before I came into the picture. Sort of like a cousin you grew up with, but only talk to at major holidays now. I don't hate Jen, but we have very different worldviews, so we likely won't ever be close. I'm sympathetic to Jen's loss as a person and as a person who has also experienced miscarriages, but I'm not personally devastated by it, if that makes sense. If my husband wrote the post, the tone would have been different. Given how long they've known each other and how she's so integrated into their family, he felt it was appropriate to gift her a big-ticket item, which I thought was justified. I do wish he had waited to send it because I warned him that it was very early in the pregnancy and anything could happen. I will be logging out of this throwaway. Thanks. Yeah, you should have done that before you even posted this. Log out. My God. Go somewhere else. So what do we think about this? I'm going to say I have had a miscarriage. You know, one in three people get pregnant have had a miscarriage. It's, It's very, very common. Sure. And it's interesting that this writer says she's had a miscarriage and still seems to be so out of touch with reality. I mean, even if you haven't had a miscarriage or had children or, you know, haven't been uh, older than eight or five, I feel like you, you should know that when you give someone a present, that's a present. You got rid of it. You gave it to them. That's theirs now. If I gave you uh, a birthday present, it doesn't matter what <laughs> what you do with it. It's not mine anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean... If you if you can't afford to give someone a $400 baby shower present, then don't give it to them. That's it. That's it. I think this person might be just a bad guy. I like, think this might be a bad guy. Like, not only did you qualify that you had had miscarriages and yet found the tone, like, you were defending the tone of your post by yeah. saying you had had miscarriages. Where is your empathy? Where is yeah. your empathy? I don't care... If this person one time slapped your grandmother in the face. No. Like, if your husband is friends with this person, yeah. has been friends with this person for a long uh, time. Man, member of his family. That's member of his family. That's basically what it is. It, it's just, it was just so flippant. And also, like, you put a lot of detail, oh, I don't think she'll want to adopt. Right. How do you know that? You're right. not, you just said you're not close with this person. Your husband hasn't been super close with this person for a long time. And how do you so, know all these details about uh, that she's never going to be able to have another kid? Did she disclose that to your husband right. when you guys only talk on major holidays? Right. No. You got that probably third hand through someone else. Yeah. Um, her mom probably told your husband's mom who then told, you know what I mean? Like, right. this is, this is a wild thing to write on a Reddit. And for you to feel entitled enough to write that, I don't yeah. care about your $400 gift. I think you're just kind of a jerk. I think so too. I mean, I, I think that there's no... Uh, yeah, there's there's just no way that this is uh, acceptable. I, I mean, if imagine if you were married to a person and they reacted to something like this. I would be like, I made a, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> like, how are you capable of, un, like, existing in this world if you think that it would, even if, if the question even crossed your mind, I'd, have a, I'd be a little bit worried. But the fact that you feel so confident that this is a possibly an okay thing to do, ask a woman who had a miscarriage, who, okay, she announced her pregnancy. Whenever she announced her pregnancy, she said it was early, according to this woman who didn't announce till 20 weeks. Uh, but it was in the first trimester. I mean, she's just gone through such a horrifying ordeal. <laughs> what part of you thinks that dealing with whatever the F you got her is even top 100 on her list of things she cares about? Oh, she also has a small child. And also, why do you think that 
she wouldn't give this to somebody else. Of course she would. Right. She probably doesn't want it in her house because it reminds uh, her of something very sad and you know traumatic. What? Yeah, I will say, yeah, I had a miscarriage at 15 weeks, late. And um, I got rid of all of the maternity clothes I had, any of the baby stuff. Like, I didn't have very much, but, I mean, someone was going to bring some stuff over, I remember, like, that day. And uh, when I got pregnant again a year later, he was like, do you want the stuff? I was like, absolutely not. I never want to see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah, she probably didn't take it out of the box. She probably donated it, or she will, you know, like, let her deal with it on her own time. It's yeah. almost worse, this update. You know, it's almost worse to know that she's had a miscarriage and that she would... Because whether you uh, are eight weeks or 20 weeks, it is awful. And it, in saying it's traumatic makes me think it was further along than that. And, and the fact that she maybe can't have kids anymore, she probably got very sick. I mean, like... Ugh. I mean, horrible what? thing. You can you can go into sepsis. You can. Like, I almost was septic. It, there's like yes, so many there's horrible so things many horrible associated things. with yeah. that. Not only is it traumatic to your mind and your soul, but also your body. Right. I don't need to tell you that, you know. Exactly. But listeners, listeners, who maybe don't to know. have uteruses, right. yeah, you should, you know. No, it's it, right. yeah, it's the fact no that a light with a uterus Is writing this is is depressing. Yeah, and like, uh, listen. As I've gotten older, I used to be one of those kids who really relished in being right at any cost oh, yeah, yeah. any cost I, would, <laughs> I loved to be right yes it ain't worth it no you know what no. you know what's better than being right not hurting people's feelings I think that's and so when totally you do true. something and you realize other people are telling you hey this is hurtful yeah when you turn around and you double down on it you just seem like such a jerk why can't right. you just be like you know what this was wrong of me right. I, my priorities were not in order and you guys you guys were right right i, was I would have respected that so much oh more my gosh yeah because like listen we can all make some questionable decisions yeah and the internet i makes wouldn't it have easy. made that one but right. <laughs> i've made my own as i'm sure you have uh, absolutely yeah. um but i hope that and would only want to surround myself with people who are willing to learn right and I think, I mean, like, even if we were going to take the miscarriage out of the equation, when you get someone a present, you have given that person the present, and that is the end of the story. You have, it's like if you loan somebody money, or you, no, sorry, not loan. If you give somebody money and they use it to buy, you know, uh, tickets to Disneyland, drugs, um, potatoes, whatever, it's absolutely none of your business. It's just like, sorry, it's gone. Mm -hmm. You don't have to give people money. You don't have to give people gifts. Mm -hmm. But when you give somebody a gift, it's no longer up to you what they do with it. And if you are at putting strings on it, that's not a real gift. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I said it in my head. And <laughs> what my head said was, <laughs> and what my head said was um, why are you giving this gift with the expectation that she would use it only as intended? Right. What if she gifted it to somebody else? You know, a lot Who of needed things, it more. Right. Or whatever. Or right. needed it less. Or it doesn't even right. matter. Right. Asking for it back, it's like, you know, when you have a baby too, like, I got lots of things given to me and um, I gave a lot of them away. Like, a lot of things. And that's just how it is. I wouldn't take it, like, you know, if someone is offering you even, like, clothes for your baby, but then, like, they want they want them back, I'm like, that's fine. Thank you for the offer. I'm not going to take them because I can't guarantee I'm not going to give it away tomorrow <laughs> because I don't know if it's going to fit or whatever, you know, like, if it's going to be the right season. It's just, like, I don't know what this $400 thing was, but um, I hope someone, I hope someone is getting some good use out of it. 
And also, you felt the need to say that it was you guys were relatively high earners. Oh Sometimes you just have to eat the plate of poo. And in this situation, I think you do, sister. Right. Like, if my you're goodness. Relatively high earners. I mean, $400 is a lot of money, but sure like, is. what do you, what? No. If you can't afford a $400 present, do not give the present. And if you could afford it, it's gone now. Right. So absurd. Okay, well. I love reading these. Yeah, it, we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back. Yeah, yeah totally. And I'm, I'm just really excited for people to listen to this new podcast. Yes, we're going to we're gonna end here. But thank you so much for listening to our inaugural podcast. Next podcast, next week, uh, we will be tackling a why though question. A yep. for real why though question. Um, Lizzie's going to bring it here and we're going to talk about it. And we, you know, we want to engage with you guys as well. So hit us up through our email through our subtext please we'll put, it, that. We'll put that somewhere yeah we'll put it in the description of the podcast also all of our social media our emails and how to get a hold of us thank you so much for listening we're really excited to bring this to you and please read lizzie's column yeah read my column at oregonlive.com and we will see you guys next week with some good advice yeah. thank you thank you bye. bye thanks for listening to why though the podcast subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you're looking for more Why Though, check out my column that comes out every Tuesday on OregonLive.com. You can support our local journalism by going to OregonLive.com slash pod support.